Tonight's subject, succession planning. What is it? What is succession planning and why is it a topic within the planning area within the, the, the topics that we cover? Well, succession planning is what, what, what businesses do or successful businesses do when, when they hire staff. And it's a continuous process. This is an in, a continuous improvement process. And what they do is they identify key or critical roles and positions within the business. And then they plan, they have a plan of how they're going to find individuals to fill those positions. And it's the, it, the, the key word here is, is key or critical roles. And that is, is what succession planning is. And probably the most key or critical role within the business is the business owner stroke owners. You have to have a plan to start to remove you from the business. When do you need to start planning? Well, the best time is at the beginning. Always, always start with the end in mind. So we, we did a training on uh, habits, habit one. One of my favorite topics is habits. And one of the, the, the key things about successful habits is always having a plan and starting with the end in mind. And if you have the end in mind, you can work backwards from that. So in this case, the end in mind is, is your exit from the business. As the business owner, how, how do you intend to exit when that time comes? So if it isn't the start of your current business, if you're already trading and you've been going a while, it's not too late to start your succession planning, but you must start with the end in mind. How are you going to exit the business? What is the end outcome of the business? I've also done a training topic on uh, the three ends to business. I think it was a uh, training topic, the very first one, I think it was number one. And basically what we discussed in, in that training topic, it's worth going back and having a look if you haven't seen it, is there are effectively only three ways to end a business or the, the only three ways you can exit your business. You can sell it, you can close it, or you can pass it on. But they are the, the only three ways. So that being being the the end goal how do you plan at this stage to exit your business how do you envisage that end coming so you need to start with the end in mind and work backwards so when do you start planning well if you haven't already today you need to start thinking about this immediately because you need to start thinking about how you are going to be replacing yourself within the business now if you've taken on any staff whatsoever those members of staff have started the process of succession planning, albeit maybe a little bit haddock. So who does succession planning affect? Well, it affects anyone who's in what we would call a critical or key role. So anyone who's in a critical or key role within the business. Now, it's easy to think only of the business owner, stroke owners, but there are other critical roles within the business. And we'll talk about that as we go on in the training. But if you think about it from your own point of view, the business owner is probably going to be a critical role. And then you need to then look at the other roles within the business and decide whether or not they are critical. And then are they key roles or are they just members of staff? Now, I say just members of staff. That's purely in, 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 a, in, a, in reference to succession planning. Every member of staff is important. But what I'm talking about here is, is this a role that requires very very specific skills very very specific responsibilities 
ones that maybe aren't available to everyone. So once you've identified those roles, who does it affect? It affects internal and external talent. That, that, that's the next, the next people that's going to affect is internal or external talent. And what I mean by that is, have you identified people within your business, so internal, who may have skills that you are not exploiting fully or you have developed fully? Someone who maybe have a bit of uh, customer service flair, who could be coming to you know a, a stage in their career where they might want to move into the office, and you should start thinking about job sharing, possibly some of that responsibility that you may do now or somebody else does now, and start to 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 lend skills across the business so that somebody, when the time's right, when they decide or, or for whatever reason they can no longer do one role, are they suited to another within the business? Are they uh, worth promoting within the business? Are you identifying talent early? Are you putting them on some kind of career path within your business? Or are you relying on external talent, bringing the expertise in as required? Some roles within small business do not warrant a full-time position. My bookkeeper is a key role within my business, is someone that comes in one day a week. They're a part-time member of staff. They're still vital, they're still key. They perform a, a, a function which not everybody within the business can, can, um, can do. Therefore, they become key. So if my bookkeeper was to, to leave suddenly or to become ill, what would I do? Have I got any succession planning? What would happen? And there must be people within your business where the thought of them not coming in one day or suddenly leaving, for whatever reason, keeps you awake at night. That's because you haven't got a succession plan. So as part of my succession plan, our bookkeeper does a bit of training with our front of house staff. And members of the front of our staff can do the bookkeeping job, albeit just as a sort of tied you over method, but they could get us out of trouble if necessary. They can do that function, albeit not at the level or to the skill required. And therefore, anyone who then shows any flair or talent in that particular area, they may be good with numbers or they enjoy doing that, that kind of paperwork, we can then look at training somebody from front of house up so that they, they complement each other and therefore you have got redundancy within the business in terms of the skill set. So if someone does go, we can then use somebody else. So that's who it affects. So it, it primarily, to begin with, affects the business owner. It's it's getting you to do less of the jobs within the business. And we'll talk about how this comes about in a second. And then we're looking at the talent within the business and bringing talent from outside of the business. So how do you do it? How do you start your succession planning? Well, we start at the beginning, as we said, and at the beginning, you should have an idea of what the perfect business looks like for you. What are you driving towards? What is your business plan? What is your, What are you trying to get to? And once you know that, you can start to build what we call a vision. And your vision, as part of that, and we talked about it, um, I think it was last week, when we started looking at potential within the business, is when you have that vision, what you can do with that vision is you can build your ideal business, albeit a model, and that model can be a mathematical model to predict numbers, which we talked about last week in the business potential. But you should also create an organizational chart of the perfect business, of the ideal version of your business. And that organizational chart, you can put in 
in each of the the jobs that are in the, that organizational chart as they cascade down from the owner ceo directors whatever however you you decide decide to do your organizational chart every box that could potentially have a member of staff in you want to outline the job roles and responsibilities in each of those jobs and once you've got the job roles and responsibilities for each of those jobs and you might find to begin with this is you know a, a fairly small uh, organizational chart as it is today but you want to create the ideal one and you want a, a, a sort of very um, brief job roles and responsibilities in each of the boxes and once you've got that once you know what the job role is and the jobs responsibilities is you can start to put in this the person specification for each of those job roles and what that does then is when you need to start recruiting you've already got a great idea before you even look at an applicant what the job entails because you know what the job roles and responsibility is and you know the sort of person the skills and the maybe the personality that that's required to do that job because that's in the person specification and this is years possibly before you've even thought about trying to employ someone you've already got the structure the framework around that job role and that person specification so that you can start to look at that does anybody in your internal talent pool have any of those characteristics is that person specification is someone there who's already in the business suitable for one of these roles as the business starts to grow and once you know what they are you can decide whether or not when the time is right whether you're going to hire outsource or train for that particular that particular job role within your business so you are you going to hire are you going to outsource or are you going to train someone to do that job and that is basically how you start your succession planning and it starts all the way from the top and cascades all the way down and if you do have job roles and responsibilities and then the personal specifications for each of the roles you envisage your business needing now at the beginning when you do your, your your first vision if you like you might not get this right and it will change over time but it's a great starting point it means you're not starting from the beginning so I'm going to outline two scenarios here um, in the time I've got left and I'm going to I'm going to start with the typical small business not just garages but typical small business uh, employment uh, plan i.e. there is no plan what happens is when the business starts the business owner stroke owners does everything they are all things to all men within the business and what happens then is they hire when it becomes necessary and it because the hiring process is 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 based on when you cannot cope anymore when you, there's too much work and you can't get the work out the door you decide you're going to take somebody on you can't answer the phone enough so you decide to get someone in the office or there is a particular job you don't like doing anymore and you get someone in to do that that's kind of the uh, the way people are taken on in small business in, in a typical scenario and what happens when you do that is the staff are always looking to the owner all the time for constant guidance because they they haven't been employed into a role that they may be suitable for or a role where there is any structure around it and they forever turn into the garage owner and asking questions it's non-stop questions and what happens then is you realize that taking on staff is more work than not having staff it's more hassle than it's worth 
and you end up in a position of overload where you don't actually get any more done because you spend all your time managing your staff, sorting out their problems. And basically what happens then, this is a really bad situation for the staff. It's a really, really bad situation for the business owner, stroke owners, because they just get so frustrated. The staff start to leave or they get fired. And you think, you know what, this isn't worth it. I'm going back to working for myself. And this is what I call the adolescence loop. Once again, I've done a business trainer on the three stages of business. And a business in infancy is one that basically will not continue to run without the business owner being there. And a business in adolescence is a business that will grind to a stop. Maybe it won't stop instantly, but it will slowly come to a halt if the business owner isn't there. And a business in maturity, which is what we're aiming for, is a business that continues to run without the business owner. And the adolescence loop is, is when we go from infancy and we try to, to, we start taking on staff, we start making those hires, we maybe don't hire in the right order, we don't maybe get the right people, we don't get them doing the right job. And what happens then is we, we enter the, what we call the adolescence loop, whereby the business continuously hops from having staff to not having staff, having staff to not having staff. And this can go on for years and years and years. Or you maybe find that your staff turnover is quite high. Now compare that method right, with having a plan, a succession plan, right from the beginning or starting today. You think, right, how am I going to improve my hiring plan? How am I going to have a succession plan within my business? And what you do is before you take anyone on, you work out what that job entails because you go to the person's roles and responsibilities and their specification and you build systems and processes around those roles so any person that you hire knows how to do the job they have a guide which is a template of some form it doesn't matter whether it's a video whether it's it's audio whether it's a written document it doesn't matter but they have one they have a if you like an instruction a an owner's manual for running the business and then you hire the right people at the right time and you get the right people in the right seat so the right person because you have the person specification for the role and you hire them at the right time for your business and you've got the right person in the right seat at the right time because you've planned it and what that allows you to be able to do because you have systems and processes in place before you take them on because you've built them first because you know that's the way to do it you can now support mentor and provide leadership and management of those staff which leads in turn to growth which leads to more staff which leads to building better systems which leads to more growth which leads to more staff which leads to building better systems until you get to the point where the owner is no longer leaded and that's when you enter maturity the business can exist without the owner and that is a totally different set of circumstances to hiring without a plan and it all starts right at the beginning with your 10-year vision when you say, this is what my ideal business looks like. Last week we talked about the potential of that business, the numbers it can produce. Succession planning is having a framework, an idea, an organisational chart of the staff required to deliver that business. Hopefully this training has been helpful uh, and this video has made you think about how you run your business. Then hopefully I'll have achieved my aim.